0: Well, good Monday morning to my wonderful listeners, especially my dear listener. And I was just thinking about that lovely poem, The sky is blue, the grass is green, or no, the grass is green, the sky is blue, whatever it is, I wonder where the birdies are. And it's just a very, very funny listening to some of the poetry that's going around just now. But I would really like to welcome Lucinda Seeger to the Encouragement Diaries this Monday morning. Lucy, how are you?
1: well Libby, thanks very much for having me as a guest. It's lovely to be talking to you
0: from London. Oh, and the reason I call you Lucy is because... (laughs) We're
1: sisters!
0: We are, and I have to say, people will be thinking, well, how many sisters does this woman have? Well, I have quite a few, and I still haven't had Hilary on yet, so that's another one to look forward to at some point. But Lucy, it's just just great to have you on because you're uh, an artist, you're a singer-songwriter. You were on the very first live Top of the Pops. You represented Malta for the Eurovision Song Contest judging panel. You've had albums released in various places, including Japan. And you're amazingly creative. I think of all the things you've done and the concerts you've done and but also, you, you run Lucinda's Lounge on at the Bloomsbury Tavern in London the last Saturday of every month, although it's not on just now. And you've got an art exhibition with two other artists at... Oh, tell me more about this. I've forgotten where it is. Yes,
1: it's at St Pancras Hospital Conference Centre in London, just St Pancras Hospital. There's a gallery space in there. So it's with Opetus, well, who's Greek, Jane Allison, who's English, and the Scot, that's me.
0: Oh, the new! That's new. <laughs> Oh, I knew that fantastic. Well, that's running until June of this year. So hopefully with lockdown easing, we'll be able to get down and see that. But Lucy, I wanted to ask you something because what I love about you is your creative imagination. And tell me what and for my dear listeners and people. But what is it about imagination and creativity do you think is especially important during lockdown?
1: Well, I think it's untapped. I think people don't tap into their imagination because they believe they don't have it. They say, right. I don't have an imagination. And I'm saying, "But of course you do. I mean, how did you dress this morning? Did you think about it? How do you make your salad dressing? How do you lay the table? All of that's imagination. It's, And people don't think they have it. So, especially at a time like this, this is a time to be super playful with your imagination. Whatever comes in improvise and have fun with it. Just don't judge it and get in the way.
0: Uh, But what do you think of the benefits of being imaginative?
1: Well, it's, you can just go in any direction you like. You can use it to dance. You can use your imagination to garden. And it's therapeutic. It's absolutely medicinal because when you use your imagination and you do something, one thing, you're super focused. So you're living in that very moment at the time with that
0: imaginative creative thought. Or uh, now, I need to ask you this because you're an artist as well. Now, I'm not artistic, I make stick people. I I look at the things I draw and I look at them and I think, Mammy daddy, well, I'll just move swiftly on to the next thing. How do people start to use pen and paper? What, what is it, what's, what, what's so good about drawing things that you think people should do it for?
1: Well, first of all, it's fun. To just play with a pen and paper, and I just sort of thought, if you were a smoker, sometimes you see ash falling down, so you could use uh-huh. the ash if you're a smoker and just smudge it. <laughs> and if you've got a matchstick, use the charcoal from, use the you know the carbon from your matchstick and smudge it, wet it, play with it, and the stick man will no longer be. It could turn into a famous Lowry stick man. You know, the thing is, they uh-huh. say oh, I can't draw, and I say yes, you can. It just drop something on that page and you use your elbow it doesn't matter what you do that's creativity and
0: <laughs> oh, i love that use your elbow <laughs> <laughs> I you, I'm, going to, I'm going to take up smoking that sounds great i love what you said though about it's not to do with pen and paper or pencil and paper for drawing it's actually to use whatever's to hand so whether it's I, I'm, I'm sure it was was that charlie brown came out of a smudge of tomato ketchup that dropped onto somebody's piece of paper there was something oh. about something creative
1: Oh, i sure loads of creative ideas come out of mistakes and people making a messy you know mess is great get get messy and Ooh, get what me- get messy <laughs> get, get you <laughs> get you and and play with it you know i think that's the key that is the key
0: not to so back. so one of the things for all of you listening out there if your house is a disaster area, everything's going wrong, rejoice because that is your imaginative creative play area coming in. So just go out and enjoy it. <laughs> That's great. Oh, Lucy, that was fantastic. However, I must ask you because you have got a special friend who I absolutely love. So tell me about your special friend.
1: Well, my special friend came into my life in 1988 when I was writing a letter. And the only way I could express how I felt, which is how I, how I use my drawing, is and was this little sketch and this little sketch was a lump of lead because that's exactly how i was feeling i felt very heavy and lots of humans go through all kinds of daily feelings and emotions and that's why cooking and drawing expressive ways are a great way to they're vehicles for expression and they take us take us somewhere else and by drawing how i felt turning into this little lump of lead She's actually accompanied me for the rest of her life, and I called her Harriet. And Harriet has diarised my life since then. And Uh she's my conduit for expression and describing how I feel and how anything I learn or observe, I'm able to use her and draw her. And so she's grown and grown and grown in her character. And we've all got an inner character. We've all got an alter ego. We've all got our inner friend. And I think it'd be fun if
0: everybody drew one. <laughs> I tell you what I love about Harriet is because although I remember her as a lump of lead, she's now got eyelashes. She's a brick. She's got glamour. She wears lipstick. She looks incredible. And you've been keeping a, a journal of Harriet for every day of, the, of of all the time in lockdown. That's right. So how many days? Is how many days is that? And what's it covered?
1: Golly, it's three hundred. It's, it's it's almost up to a year. F- ah! I know, and I've been drawing her every day. She started off with a mask and marigold gloves and hanging upside down from the planet going, what next possibly <laughs> And I decided to let her, I decided it was time to let Harriet go out into the world and play. She is, I have introduced her at the exhibition, so she is making her first sort of, a kind of debut in a way. Um, uh-huh. there but with lockdown I just thought everybody needs everybody needs to help each other and if, if my little mm-hmm. drawing per day can lift somebody up then that would make me really happy. So mm-hmm. I did I put her on Facebook I, and Instagram.
0: <laughs> yeah, But Harriet is amazing Lucy because she, she she philosophizes and she is a comment, commentator on life and what I love about Harriet is that she takes things that are really serious, but c- communicates them in a way that kind of brings breathing into it, you know. And you can you can see it. I love Harriet, and I can't wait for the book to come out. And so yes. I'm really excited. But in fact, I've kept everything you've ever done with Harriet, so that when, you're, when you when become really she becomes really really famous, I will have a whole gallery of Harriet things myself. <laughs> Well, it's
1: quite funny because I was thinking, what is Harriet? Because I, when I went to Malta, I did a drawing of Harriet visiting this. It's like Stonehenge, and it's in Gozo. I can't remember that Gigantium. I can't remember the name. And like, so I had Harriet in a rowing boat with a Maltese rock. And I said, so tell me, uh-huh. what's a Maltese rock? You know, because I was curious. So she's leading me. So She's educating me because when I ask questions, I have uh-huh. to find them out. And then I thought, well, "What's what's a brick? Well, a brick is... What's a brick? Well a brick is solid, it's reliable, expandable, shrinks in the weather, expands in the weather and is solid and so is the part of the components of a brick is really and we've got the yellow brick road, The you know, <laughs> so she's a foundation so it's funny she's been growing as I go through my life and on my journey she's grown, and yes her eyelashes are so long now because they are her emotions. <laughs>
0: Oh, Lucy, I love the fact she has champagne. Well, the, the, mo- the most important thing is she loves you, you love her. And it's so funny because um, uh, Jules, my granddaughter, she she now has drawn a, a little Harriet child. So I think Harriet is her auntie or something, right. and you're the great and Whatever it is, it's another generation It's brilliant. Well, Lucy, thank you for bringing non-judgmentalism into our creativity for encouraging us to just play, and it's not to do with how good it is, it's just to do with having fun with it, and I really look forward to coming down to visit your exhibition before too long, but in the meantime, it's just great to have another sister on the Encouragement Diaries. <laughs> oh, it's, been fun. it's been great to be talking to you, Livy, it's been fantastic, thank you for asking me. Lots of love, bye Lucy, speak to you soon, bye. bye